What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to Creature Feature, production of iHeartRadio. I'm your host of Mini Parasites, Katie Golden. I studied psychology and evolutionary biology and... Wait, what's that? Do you hear that? Oh my god, it's a bird episode! An episode dedicated entirely to birds! Today we're talking thirsty birds. These avians are some regular Fabians. Wait, how do you pronounce Fabian? Fabian? I don't know. Fabian. Fabian. What do you mean? Like Fabio? Like the romance novel guy? Yeah, is it Fabio? It's Fabio. I'm going to change it to Fabio. (laughs) I don't know what Fabian... (laughs) These avians are some regular Fabios wooing the ladies with spectacular displays of romance. Why do birds dance? Why do some birds do the moonwalk? What's the weirdest mating call? And can you walk on water if you love someone enough? Discover this and more as we answer the age-old question, which lucky single bird will my guests choose on The Mating Game? So, birds are a unique class of animal. They're thirsty as heck. They go through intense, incredible, intricate mating rituals to impress their prospective partners. They will perform complex song and dance routines on the name of catching some birdie's eye. And they'll wear gaudy outfits of brilliant feathers, inflatable guller pouches, and dangling waddles. So, why do birds engage in such complicated courtship displays? The simple answer is that it's a test of fitness. Birds must invest a lot of time, effort, and energy into laying eggs, sitting on them, and feeding their chicks. So finding the fittest or most faithful partner is important. But this simple explanation becomes more muddied when you factor in some of the more complex effects of sexual selection. Sexual selection is the process by which evolution shapes animals based on their ability to find and impress a mate enough to pass on their genes. So what can happen with sexual selection is exaggerated runaway traits that may have nothing to do with actual physical fitness, but purely appeal to the female bird's sense of beauty. Take for instance, a long 
fancy tail, like those found on Birds of Paradise or the Great Argus. These tails may have nothing to do with physical fitness and may in fact handicap the bird's ability to fly or maneuver. But at some point, females found this long, exaggerated tail attractive. Maybe a slightly longer tail originally indicated fitness, but females were so into it, the tail got longer and longer and more extravagant. This is a theory put forth by the book The Evolution of Beauty by Richard Prume, which suggests that birds became so fancy because, well, female birds thought it looked great and they were super into it. As we discuss bird courtship displays, it will become clear that many of these rituals go beyond simple utility and into pure bird high fashion. Joining me today to talk about these thirsty birds is comedian and bird lover, not like a bird who's a lover or a lover of a bird, but a human who appreciates birds. Kimmy and Papornia. Yes, hello. I could be the other two types of bird lover as you, well. You will be eventually okay. in this podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Thank I you. do love a bird episode, so thanks for bringing me. <laughs> I was. I knew I had to have you on because we talked about this and you were really excited about talking about bird dances yeah. and bird, basically birds, they get crazy when they get into the mating rituals. They yes. get a little funky. They go crazy. They go all out. They I go, know. all the bells and whistles. It's too many steps, a lot of them. I mean, I said this last time, but it's just too much work, right? It's very extra. Yeah, extra. <laughs> it's like a guy showing up on the first date with like, uh, one guy tried to hit on me once by doing magic tricks, and he mm. just like pulled out like a straight up magic kit from his pockets, and it was like like bits of rope and cards and stuff. Yeah, and that was... is the closest you'll get to a bird mating. Exactly, ritual. somebody doing <laughs> at least three magic tricks to right. impress you. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was at a dog park. What a what a place of romance. That's amazing that he just had his thing of magic tricks. He carries it around in his pockets. What a gem of a man that's wonderful (laughs) yeah so first i want to talk about one of the most complicated and spectacular mating rituals uh let's talk about some grebes grebes you you ever seen a grebe before i I, here's the thing i think i've said this before i um look at a lot of birds but i don't learn what their names are or where they're from well Um, so you don't you i mean like i think that you just have to ask questions and like listen mm. so when they introduce themselves okay focus on their name try to kind of associate it with something. So when they're like, you know, I'm Frank and I'm from Florida, you're like Frank in Florida. Okay. And he's like a frigate bird and those are F, you know, that- That helps. Little mnemonic devices to- So a grebe. A grebe. (laughs) So grebes are a family of aquatic birds. They have many different species with a wide distribution. And I want to talk about one species of grebe in particular, the Western grebe. So these grebes live in the lakes and marshes in Western North America and in North and Central Mexico. So here's a oh, great. here's a picture. I've seen that I've seen that bird before. You've seen that bird. Mm-hmm. This one in particular. Yes, I've seen. Well, I don't know if that that photo, but <laughs> I've seen that bird on the multiple bird Instagrams I follow. So I've seen a grebe. Yes. Yeah, so it's it's an aquatic bird. It, it kind of looks like smaller swan or like a goose, but it's got this sh- sharply pointed bill. Yeah. And it's got a white underbelly, a black hooded head, and a black back, and brilliant bright red eyes. It really does. It looks like a strung out like rock 
yeah. singer. Kind of kind of got like a buzz cut, like a military yeah. buzz cut on oh. the top of its head, too. Right. You know, females actually look pretty similar. Uh, there are some slight differences. Males have longer, thicker bills. And when preening themselves, this is males and females, all, all these birds, when preening themselves, they will swallow their own feathers to pad the insides of their stomach to protect mm. it from fish bones. Oh. That's, that's a fun I don't know. Oh, good. Like, I mean, I've got a fishbone caught in my throat, and ugh, it's, it's the bad. worst. So yeah, it's if I bad. can swallow some feathers to just salt show, that. Yeah, just empty out, like rip open a pillow and empty that out in, in your mouth. And, I'll do that as soon yeah. as I get home. Uh-huh. We give good advice on this show. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so they have one of the most beautiful, involved mating dances of the bird world. It is a multi-stepped ritual and process. I would expect nothing less. <laughs> So let's let's start at the beginning. First, they will send out a loud, high pitched call, this which is called advertising. Oh, uh, it is. Yeah, I mean, you okay. know, sex sells. It does. It does, doesn't it? Bird sex really sells. Sure does. That, you know, just like a cloacas mm. make uh, the money. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 cloaca is the bird hole. That's, oh, okay, uh, thank okay. you. Yeah, you're I was welcome. Just gonna roll with right, it. Right. <laughs> Cloacas make of the money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Once they have made these calls and they will pair off. Sometimes there's like an awkward third wheel, which and they will try to compete to get the woo the female over to their side, but. Mm. Eventually, they'll end up as a pair, and the first part of. The ritual is the dip shake. The dip shake. And that's when they will mirror each other's actions and they'll sort of like dip their neck down and like dip dip their beaks and bills mm-hmm. in the water. And it's sort of like a, like a, you know. Like, like a synchronized swimming. Exactly. Like a two swans dancing Sort in of the a water. Fosse style. Like, Ooh, yeah, like with that, the shake. With the shake, little shake and like jazzy, <laughs> exaggerated movements. Wonderful. And the then once they do this for a while and they seem to be in, into each other, uh, they will run across the surface of the water like a couple of regular Jesus Christs. Whoa. <laughs> Or, or like Dash in The Incredibles. Remember oh, that sure. scene he where just, he's, he's running across the water? Mm-hmm. Let me show this to you because this is... I would love to see what that looks like. It, you have to see what it looks like. So here you see the, the dip shake where they're, they've paired off and they're kind of dipping their heads and mm-hmm. making these graceful, elegant movements. And then they will just take off. Oh, wow. They're just, yep, they're just running on some tippy toes right across the water. (laughs) Wow, this posture is certainly something. Yeah, so they stick their heads up in the air and their wings backwards, and they just tippy-tap over the water. It looks like, they look like, it's like a freaking bird ballet. It's crazy. Wait, how far do they go? They can go a good, good distance. They just... Wow, this is amazing. Yeah, they can go like... Um, is it the speed or their feet or like what is helping them yeah. not fall through the water? Both, both. So they have these webbed feet and when they slap it against... Like, have you ever just like open-handed slapped water? I have done that. When you're that. really mad at the water? That's not why, you but I did it. jerk water. Wow, you got some issues there with the water, <sighs> you Katie. Know, yeah. Look, let's not get into it. But, okay. But you feel that resistance, right? Mm-hmm. Because your, your hand hasn't quite broken the water tension, the surface tension of the water. And so their feet are these little webbed feet. And so when they slap them against the water, they don't break through the surface tension right away. Now, if you do that fast enough and you've got enough velocity, 
You can actually run across the water. Oh, me? I can? No. Okay. No, you're not a bird. Sorry. <laughs> Fine. Fine. <laughs> uh, but they can slap their feet at up to 20 steps per second, which is pretty impressive. I mean, can you do that? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> nope. Not without uh, tripping and falling right into the water. You would not get a mate. I'm sorry. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, but it, it is, it's a test of strength, fitness, and willingness. It's just really you're trying to impress the mate to because it's a lot. Like I said earlier, these these guys are going to have to spend a lot of time taking care of these eggs and then the chicks, and it's to see how far are you willing to go. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. And once they're done with this ostentatious display they will dive headfirst into the water kind of like they're exiting a water slide okay and then if this all goes well it's not done the ritual is not complete oh i didn't think so two steps no, no that's too no, low no, no. for a bird mating no, thing if they're into each other that comes the next step of the courtship which is the weed ceremony oh my god what is that gonna mean <laughs> uh I, i'm gonna preempt all the jokes of course birds do not smoke cannabis Damn. so Look, I know everyone was going it. They were like, oh, man, Katie's going to make some sick weed jokes Hell 420, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, get getting roasted. That's not a weed term. Look, no, yeah, roasted, no, getting blazed. There you go. There, there it is. You You're know, back on track. Get, getting toasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, nope. That's... Sm- smoking the cotton. E- no, what I don't am I? think so. What? Munching, reefer? Reefer. <laughs> munching on those clouds. We shouldn't do this. No, we should stop. So what happens is they will hold a bunch of pond weeds in their bills, stare into each other's eyes, and wave their heads back and forth and circle each other. You have to see this. Yeah. this Is this more fussy? This looks like, sounds like more of a, you know. It's, it's, uh, it's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's, see, oh, they just I have, see. they have bills full of weeds and they uh-huh. just kind of like. Now, this I have questions about. Sure. What does this show off? <laughs> I, um, they're literally just holding a bunch of weeds in their mouth and sort of shaking their head left and right like they're saying, uh-uh, no thanks, nope. Here's, here's the thing is I don't know. Mm-hmm. My, I'm going to guess what this could mean, and I, I feel like... One thing birds do, and one thing that these birds do in particular is when they're nesting, so if the female is sitting on the eggs, the male will go out and get the female food, but then they'll switch off. So then the male sure. will sit on the nest and the female will go out and get food for both the male and the chicks once they've hatched or the female and the chicks. So it's basically, you know, they're trading off these responsibilities. Ugh, how good and equal. I know, right? We should all learn. <laughs> and they'll yeah. also like carry the chicks on their backs mm. when, when they're out on the water. So I think that this could be sort of like, I'm not even sure. It's like offering each other these things, showing like, I will give you things. Now, okay. like pond, it's almost like symbolic, maybe like this, this pond weeds. Wow, it's, it's not actual symbolism. It's not actual. So it's almost like presenting someone a bouquet. Like these, these are flowers. I'm not going to eat the flowers, wow. but they look cool, I guess. Sure. And thank you. That's pretty funny. I do think we could delete that step. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, just take like like a piece of bread and put it in the person's mouth and like I will provide for you. There you, you. go. That's enough, <laughs> right? Yeah. 
<laughs> Gotta edit some of these bird mating rituals. I'll delete whatever's too long. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I want to move on to another bird dance, which is perhaps not as multi-stepped, but it mm. is certainly as impressive. Okay. So this is the red-capped mannequin, and we're actually going to talk about a few mannequin bird species because they are extra extra <laughs> can't wait so this is a little bird that lives in the humid forests in south america the females look pretty normal they're kind of a olive brown greenish brown they look a bit like a wren mm-hmm. sort of a normal normal looking bird sure nothing to write home about <laughs> you know nothing to write right to your your parents just like i saw a bird it was brown and small yeah i wouldn't do that they'd say Okay. So freaking what? Yeah. Don't contact me again. Is that what your parents <laughs> say to you? Too? No, they they're they're nice. That's they they want to hear about all the birds I've seen. I hope nothing lasts for you. <laughs> but the males are spectacular. They have a brilliant red head, a black body, and bright yellow pants. Which they're not, you know, they're feathery legs, but they look like little they're pants. pants. Yeah. Let me show you. Let me see these pants. They're spectacular. Look at that guy. Wow. Yes, it is. It's like pants. They're like Shakespearean pantaloons. There. Yeah, yeah. Like little, little, little tights. It's amazing. Now, this is a good bird eyeball. Yes. I love a dopey bird eyeball. Yeah, it's got, mm-hmm. it's got these bright yellow eyes as well. So, you know, it, it, it is, it's a very, I don't know, it, it looks, he, he looks like a backup dancer in like an 80s music video. Oh, totally. Those yellow pants are like, yeah, like hammer, hammer pants. pants. Yeah, exactly. Oh, definitely. Exactly. So they also have the moves to back up their flamboyant outfit. They will pick out a branch to be his courtship display area. And they will get the female's attention by snapping their wings and making buzzy buzzing sounds like little firecrackers. Mm-hmm. And then comes the dance. And what I how I could describe this is like a extremely rapid moonwalk. Like a, I think I've seen this. Yes, yes. Uh, I think I've seen this bird in a video where someone edited a Michael Jackson song. And <laughs> this then is this that. Bird. Yes, absolutely. I've seen this video. This is that bird. So let me show you again, just to refresh your memory. Oh, please. Very also impressive. because I I want to see it again personally. Oh, yeah, he just like shimmies across the he little shimmies. Twig. <gasps> incredible shimmying this is amazing it's the best shimmying i've ever seen i don't even know how he moves like that it's like it's um you know those things in the airport where you uh, it's just like a walkway that moves yeah, a little faster yeah ma- like the magic carpet yes yeah, yes it yeah. looks like he's just standing on one of those <laughs> <laughs> and he's kind of sticking his butt in the air he's showing off those yellow pants yes uh he's flapping his wings it's this whole spectacle it it's very it is very Michael Jackson and the the spectacle nature of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, it is basically he is just hopping his little feet up and down extremely quickly. And he ba- almost like like if you've ever like had like one of you know those things that you get at a restaurant and they vibrate and it's like come get oh, your food yeah. and it's on the table and it just yes. like kind of like goes oh, across they the move table like yeah. this bird. Yeah. Um, I could have made a more dirty version of that, but I'm not gonna. It's okay. <laughs> you just said that. Now we all exactly. did it ourselves in our minds. 
<laughs> so if his moves are good enough, then he can mate with a female. But if he, he's got to really, really put on a great show for her. Damn, and you got to pick a good little twig branch. Right, Something right. with no bumps so you can do your right, little moves. Right, right. You got to lay down some stage tape so you know where the start position is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You got to think about lighting the right, magic hour. Right, Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. It's a lot to think about for a little bird. It's tough. Well, here's another species of mannequin, and these ones actually resort to a wingman. Oh. A backup dancer wingman. <gasps> so this is the male lance-tailed mannequin, and they are found in tropical regions of Central and South America. They're small birds, again, pretty similar looking to the other, the red-capped mannequin. I'm but looking they, at them. Um, and the females look Almost exactly the same as the red-capped mannequin females, Mm -hmm. but the males are quite different. So they're mostly jet black with highlights of a bright red cap of feathers on their head, like a little baseball hat. It looks like a beret to me. Yeah, like a beret. That's a good good point. Yes. And they have a brilliant blue cape of feathers across their backs. This is like a French bird. Oh, this yes. You like... want to see my moves, oui? Yes. No? Yes? No? I'm wearing a beret <laughs> and a blue cape. <laughs> you will be impressed by yes. my moves. Watch me. So... Unlike most birds, they will actually have a wingman, and they... <laughs> the, no, I hear it. We got it. We, did, did you get it? Wing wingman? Do you get it? Man. The joke is birds aren't men. <laughs> nice. All right, so the mannequins will engage in cooperative courtship where they will help each other out to woo the ladies. So the males will dance together in a sort of leapfrog pattern, flapping their wings as one jumps up and hops over the other, and they're singing and flapping and clacking the whole time. Wow, Cirque du Soleil. Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> That's what it is, yeah. Uh, these feats of acrobatics. You, you will like this? Yes? You will like this? You see my butt? Now my butt is upside down. Now it's his butt. Now it's my butt. Now it's his butt. It's mes- mesmerizing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Perfect. Why would so, so there's usually an alpha male that gets to then mate with a female, and the other mm. one is truly just the wingman. So yeah. why would they do this? This right? is a question and I these, have. And these are unrelated birds. They aren't like siblings or something that are kind of working together. Sure. So this relationship of the alpha and beta, like the, the main dancer and the backup dancer, can last for years. And the alpha gets to mate with a female, mm-hmm. and what the beta gets out of it is actually he will be more likely to survive and then eventually become an alpha later on. Oh, so everyone starts as a little beta Everyone, then. Everyone starts at the bottom. Hey, this is how dance companies work, <laughs> man. You got to be a Look, backup dancer. You got to pay your dues. You yeah. got to have like 20 unpaid internships before right. you can afford your rent. That's right. <laughs> That's well, you made a sadder, yeah, but that's true for sure. <laughs> so they also work together to defend their territory. So that that is also an explanation why these the the beta males get something out of it. Where it makes it's sense. like you know, once the alpha like moves on, or or once they they've done done their deeds and learned from the alpha, then they kind of have a nice cushy setup there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But even more impressive is the blue mannequin, which forms full-on boy bands no. for the ladies. Oh, I'm not even How joking. How many boys we talking? We're talking up to six boys. Whoa. Maybe even more boys. Look, a lot of boys is the point. Oh, so, boy. It's like BTS up Oh, in yeah. Here. Oh, this is... These are the K-pop birds for sure. <laughs> totally. 
here, there's the sensitive one. There's like sort of the goofy one. Mm-hmm. So here they are. They're, first, they kind of practice. And Whoa. actually, they're practicing in front of not a female, but a juvenile male, oh, which has I'm not sick. grown in. It's And this one is so funny. Like the, the alpha one is yelling at the other ones, trying to get, get them in, in line. line. <laughs> we practice this. So now here's the real show. And they here's all his his three backup dancers, Whoa. and they are they do that same leapfrog pattern but where they flap more birds. with more birds with a whole with a whole band a whole boy band. It's amazing. Look at these boys go, and she's checking them out. And wow, what's really funny? So it, it looks like a bird carousel. Uh, it they're does. they're flying up, they're scooting along the branch, and then flying up and scooting it like a conveyor belt of these dancing birds. Mm-hmm. And it, the more birds, you know, like the more of this like spectacle, the more impressed this female is. Yeah. But she will ultimately only mate with the alpha. And like before, we talked about like these betas do get an advantage in terms of like sure. someday they may be the ones. But this is a trip because like once the the male then will break off and do sort of a solo dance to do, final Ooh, seal the deal. Yes. But look at these. His backup dancers are looking at with absolute rapt attention to see if he gets to mate with the female. He just wants their bros to get it. <laughs> their bros. And they just watch as they mate. They're, and they're they're just completely wrapped. It's so oh, yeah. so funny. But that I mean that's a wingman, right? Like that a is. real a true you wingman. Your bro to succeed. Like how, like opens the bedroom door for you and like watches mm-hmm. and gives you guys a thumbs up and is like, yeah man. Well yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Snowball is a very special cockatoo who became an internet sensation and taught evolutionary biologists a thing or two about dance. Snowball showed an understanding of rhythm. His owners observed him bobbing his head in time to the Backstreet Boys song, Everybody Backstreet's Back also demonstrating that birds can have really good taste in music. Videos were uploaded of Snowball's dance routines to YouTube, which not only caught the eyes of swooning fans, but of neuroscientists at the Neuroscience Institute of La Jolla, California. Dr. Anirudh Patel invited Snowball into his lab and played some of Snowball's favorite music. The researchers found that Snowball was able to adjust his dance movements to the tempo of the music, something previously thought to be a uniquely human characteristic. Could this mean that our ability and love of dance and music may go further back in our evolutionary history than previously thought? While we're not descended from birds, obviously, finding this ability in a completely different animal seems to indicate that dance moves are not unique to humans. Recent research suggests that bonobos and chimpanzees also have an ability to appreciate rhythm, though they aren't quite as adept as Snowball the cockatoo. And a video of a sea lion at UC Santa Cruz shows her bouncing her head to boogie wonderland so maybe dance is even more of a universal language than we thought when we return we're going to listen to some bird songs you can really well i'm not sure if you can dance to them but they do slap sometimes literally This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. 
Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Get in zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, we can help you get back on the road. Get in zone. So what if I need a new one? We have the right Duralast battery for you. Only at AutoZone. And what about my old battery? We can recycle it right here at America's number one battery destination. Restrictions apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Birds are song machines. Traditionally, songbirds use their syrinx to produce complex calls and songs. That syrinx, unlike the larynx found in humans and other mammals, is located where the trachea forks off into the bronchial tubes of the lungs. So birds can actually vibrate two sides of their syrinx at once, producing simultaneous notes, or even two different independently controlled notes at once. They use these songs to communicate territory or to attract females for mating. And in general, it is the males who sing, whereas females have simple, more practical calls. But in the tropics, many female birds also sing, and sometimes pairs of birds will engage in duetting, where they sing together to see if they're a match or to strengthen their pair bond. Some birds have an incredibly complex repertoire of songs, like the brown thrasher, who has a discography of over 2,000 songs. Other birds may rely on just one simple but incredibly unique call, as we'll now discuss. So, Kimia, yeah, I want to talk to you. This bird does not have a huge repertoire, doesn't have really complex song, but it has... One of my favorite bird calls of okay. all. It's like a one-hit wonder. It's a one-hit wonder. Nice. Top of the charts forever. Okay. So this is the black-bellied bustard, okay. and it is a ground-dwelling bird that lives in the grasslands and woodlands of sub-Saharan Africa. It's about two feet long. It's got a long neck and pointed beak and long legs. They're kind of a tan buff color. The males have a black belly lined in white streaks. Well, how would you describe this bird? It's sort of like, like a, a... I don't know. This is wrong because it's a whole different family of birds, but it's like pheasant-ish, yeah. turkey-ish. No, that, that, I think that's that's appropriate. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, um, but it's kind of, it's a lot more simple. It's, it's more like yeah. brown colored, a little sleeker, longer neck, mm-hmm. not as many doodads coming off of it. But them legs. But them legs, though. Legs. But those legs, though. Yep. Good legs. 
and they are omnivores. They basically eat whatever they can get in their mouths. So seeds, nuts, berries, small mammals, snakes, yeah. lizards, bugs, anything. Okay. Your hands. Yikes! <laughs> so the males will try to win over females with a very interesting mating call. It kind of sounds like a wheezy whistle and then like a champagne bottle being uncorked. No. So let me let me have you listen to this. Okay. What? And that's that's their only that's their only mating call. That's the only thing they do. It sounds like you know that trick where you put like your thumb in your mouth mm-hmm. and then you flick it to. Can you do it. that? I can't do Hang it. On, let me try. It's okay. not gonna. Yeah, it's more of a pop. Yeah, I'm. Tr- Some I'm... people. Oh, it's the one where you like um tap your cheek. Yeah, and it sounds like a little drop of water. We can't do it as good as this bird, man. Yeah, I'm not going to attract any female black belly dusters with so. that with that garbage. No way. But yeah, it, it sounds like a like a champagne bottle being uncorked, mm-hmm. and like there are some accounts of these biologists saying like they they were like in, like in these these woodlands and just like heard they thought it was a champagne bottle. Wow. And it, it's just like what what is that? Was a reverse happen? Those uh, biologists just out there Ooh, partying, you pop open some a bottle of champagne and, like and a, a bunch horn, of females, just a bunch of horny birds come over. <laughs> We heard you. We're ready. <laughs> I mean, it works on me, to be honest. Get it? Get it? I get it. Yes. We got it. <laughs> so let's look at another pretty spectacular bird mating call. So this is the club-winged mannequin. Now, mm. I love this bird because, again, it's another mannequin. And these are just crazy birds that go all out with mating. And this one is a great example of that evolution of beauty idea because they're evolutionary traits for their bird call have kind of hampered them, kind of been a handicap for them, but it's really effective for mating. So let me show this to you. Okay. Just pooped. I did see that. Now kind of describe what you're seeing there. Okay. Well, it look, so it dips its head down and sticks its butt up and then it looks like it's like you blew into a whistle. Like this whole (laughs) bird turns into a whistle and it makes like the sound and then its butt comes up in the air and its wings sort of fan out. And what if I told you it's not using its syrinx at all to make this yeah, noise? Yeah, I knew it. It's coming out of its butt, isn't it? <laughs> Come on. It's actually coming out of its wings. Oh. So this is the club-winged mannequin and they like to beep, pop, and lock it, basically. Tight. And that little, like, the little, like, beep, beep. Yep. That is the sound of their wings vibrating. So Whoa. they're found in the cloud forest of the Andes Mountains of Colombia and Ecuador. Uh, they use their wings in a way very similar to how crickets rub their wings together in chirp. Say. Yeah, so their wings have these stiff, modified feathers that will produce sounds when smacking against each other when the bird shakes them. So like kind of like a bunch of castanets, I guess. Okay. Uh, and so they have evolved these solid wing bones. Like, as you Ooh. know, like a lot of wing bones are actually kind of hollow, which allows better flight. Mm-hmm. But they have to be solid. Otherwise, they would just snap these wings in half oh when they're gosh. when they're vibrating them. And when they're doing this like wing beatboxing. Yeah. And it can shake its wings over a hundred times a second, creating complex sounds. And this makes their wings less efficient for flying, but great at buzzing. Can they fly? Yeah, they can. But it's just, they're just worse. Yeah, they're they're more clumsy flying, Mm, which seems like that would be bad for their overall fitness. But the ladies love it. 
The ladies love a man who can't fly very good. It's kind of like, I mean, like, I feel like this happens in human culture a lot, but the, the inverse where women do stuff like we have to wear high heels mm-hmm. or do these, cra- like, you know, this crazy stuff to, yeah. like, look attractive, but then we can't walk. That's true. Then this right. is this bird. This is this bird. And, you know, I, I feel like it's just not, it's these standards, you know? Yep. Having <sighs> solid bones in your wings? Come on. Dang. The media. Female gaze, man. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, And now I want to talk about another bird. This is called the capuchin bird, sort of like the capuchin monkey. monkey. Yeah, exactly. Named after the same group of monks. And you will find out why once you take a look at these guys. Let me get you a picture. Oh, I'm looking at a picture. This is a funny looking bird. Yeah. So it's about the size of a small crow. And while it's not closely related to crows and it's not a corvid, it kind of looks like Say you gave a crow a big fluffy brown body, yeah. and then it just has a bald forehead and beak. It's got that crow face, <laughs> and then, yep, it just looks like it's wearing some like very fuzzy brown jacket, exactly, yeah. with a hood up or something. Yeah, like a big fuzzy Ooh. brown parka. I, I think they're named after the Capuchins because uh, it looks like a hood. Yeah, it it's does. It's like a brown hooded yeah. monk's robe. These look like the spy versus spy guys. <laughs> this bird yeah the face does yep. yeah mm-hmm. uh, so they're found in the humid forests in south america and males and females look basically the same okay. i mean look mm. they look how they look you know that's them <laughs> that's them they they aren't really going to impress you with their beauty no so males will gather in leks high in the forest canopy now so a lek is like a big group of a big area where male birds will come to display for females. So it's, oh, it's like, like a, a stage, like a stage where a bunch of, or, or like a runway where Ooh. they're all just like, here's my stuff. A leg for me. their looks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a leg for their looks. I love it. it. I there love go. that. Good. Nice. <laughs> Nicely done. So they, rather than try to impress the females with their beauty, which is non-existent no they're i love these birds they're fun looking they're but my f- kind like of fun which is weird right so. no no i love them i'm into them yep. uh, but they their main thing is they're a very interesting call and when i say interesting it's not not quite like like this isn't this isn't like amazing singing this isn't like lizzo but they are <laughs> they are singing their truth so okay. it's like me singing <laughs> this perhaps. is yes yes no I, i'm i'm there with you so okay here it is Mm, very flat. A little bit. A little, little flat, a little pitchy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, okay, get it. Sure. <laughs> that, I, I don't know, I'm a little, a little turned on by that. Wow, you love a solemn, flat, pitchy... I love a sort of growling buzz yeah. moan thing going on, you know? Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So what's cool about these guys is that they have these big air sacs on their throats that will inflate and they will act as these resonance chambers that allow them to be heard over great distances. So when they when they do sort of these these very odd sounding booty calls, you can hear it all the way across from the other side of the forest canopy. Damn, they got some good reception. (laughs) Yeah. Four bars. Hell yeah. But you can actually, so these the skin on these air sacs is kind of thin, so when they like inflate it, you it's under it. their feathers, but you can like see the light beaming through their throats. Whoa. And kind of glowing. It's okay. incredible, yeah. And the I, I 
I'm into these birds. I love Sounds these guys. Sounds like it. Uh, and I, I do also like that they kind of look like Capuchin monks, and they also like their their chants are these sort of like these Gregorian chants of like that's true. Oh man, it's very mystical. I feel like I'm in a fantasy world where these birds are going to take me on some kind of spiritual journey. Oh, you can become the queen of the Capuchin birds, <laughs> or like you know the Dark Crystal universe. Oh, yeah, these yeah. are like oh, these birds are for sure. In these there. are for sure. It's sort of like not like like the the you have the Uru and the the Skeksis, but these are like yeah. this Uru Skex where it's like they they have both that the sort of mystics and that weird bird face going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so now here's maybe the goofiest call oh, in the wait. bird kingdom. This is the willow grouse, or also called the willow ptarmigan, and it's a small grouse, which is a ground dwelling bird, kind of like they they're they're sort of look a little bit like. Um, this looks like a chicken to me if yeah. I'm looking at the same. Yeah, like a sort of sort of chicken shaped. Yeah, uh, but they're but they're they've got kind of a marbled reddish brown coloration. Mm-hmm. Females have a more subdued brown, uh, and also males have these eye wattles, so these fleshy extensions off the top of the eye that become red and engorged during mating season. Mm. So that it looks like super awesome eyeshadow. Cool. But the best part of these birds is absolutely their mating calls. So let me. <laughs> okay. I'm so excited. Oh my god. <laughs> Do it again. Yep. What? what? <laughs> oh my god, they sound like crazy frog that ringtone. <laughs> yeah, or like what was like the the cow in a can? Or oh, yeah, like, you just tip like, it over. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I can't do it. I can't Mm-mm. do it. Let, let's hear it one more time. Okay. Okay, because this is just so good. It's, it's so goofy. It's so can't goofy. It. I can't. Like, it's too much. Wow. I can't do it. I can't do it. Good for them. Oh, that's, it's so good. <laughs> so that that wins the goofiest. It sure call. does, yeah. But they're they're the females are into it. They love it. I love it. I love it too. This, I picked this one. <laughs> this is good. This isn't the mating game. Sorry, yet. Gotta, I'm sorry. You gotta, you gotta hold right. it. Keep, you keep your feathers in. on. All right. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> so the loudest bird on earth is. Oh no. <laughs> this is called the played loudest a, bird on played earth. Played at full volume into our earphones. Oh boy. <laughs> so. I want to talk about the male white bellbird. And they scream at females at... <laughs> they scream at they females. They scream at... I'm, this is not a joke. They okay. scream at females at rock concert levels. Wow. And so these birds live in the Amazon rainforest. It's actually in the same family of birds as the capuchin bird, but they look wildly different. Whoa, so, what's that thing on their nose? Yeah, so that's a waddle. So first let me tell people what you're looking at. My so, bad. <laughs> No, it's, no, that's cool. I just love that, that the introduction of this bird is, what the hell is that thing, on, that its thing on its nose? What is going on with this bird? <laughs> so they're about the size and shape of a crow, maybe a little smaller, but the females are brownish olive color and the males are snow white. 
they have these big gray mouths and a long gray waddle. And that's what you're seeing, that fleshy protuberance. Sort of like the waddle on a turkey. But that dangles off the side of his beak, and it's nearly the length of his entire body. That's why I was uh, very excited. It's a big old flesh tassel. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's its purpose, is to excite the females. So it's got you already. I'm in. (laughs) But this ridiculous kind of fleshy beak tassel is not enough to woo the ladies. Mm. Instead, they have to scream at ear-damaging levels. So they can produce a sound that can reach 125 decibels. So that's about as loud as a jet plane takeoff, a siren, or a pneumatic drill. No way. Yeah. So you want to hear it? I guess. (laughs) Here, let me, just to be safe, I'm going to turn the laptop down just just a scooch. Okay. Look at this guy. I love when he turns his head, the waddle just jiggles uncontrollably. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's an alarm. Wow. Yeah. It, it just does has like a hollow echoey, like, yeah, it does. It's, it's like reaching far. And, yep, there it is. It's just like like if you go, like a, you go on a date and a guy just like blasts an air horn in your That's face. That's it. Beep, yeah. beep, I'm here. Let's date. <laughs> Damn. So once the male has lured a female to his perch, he'll blast one more loud note in her face. What? And she's Super into romantic. this? Well, actually, what's funny is the females seem to catch on that the males are going to pull this stunt because, like, in preparation, they kind of scoot back a couple oh, feet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. That It's just, it's, I don't know, that to me, it's so, I guess, on the nose where it's like, it's like these males just going at, at like, Siren levels of wailing, just like, come get this! Yes. Come on, get this! Come get this bird! (laughs) Oh my gosh. And then it's like they scream a huge thank you in their face once you do get picked. (laughs) Thank you for judging me! Jeez. Yikes. Why do humans enjoy song? This question has puzzled psychologists, neurologists, and evolutionary biologists for a long time. Music is universal, found in every culture all over the world, and has been ubiquitous throughout known human history. We do know why music makes us feel good, neurologically speaking. It sets off the dopamine reward centers of the brain, like those that are triggered after eating. The question as to why it sets off the brain's reward pathways is more mysterious, but there was one compelling theory from philosopher, composer, and music theorist Leonard Mayer. In the 1950s, he argued that music is all about the setup of expectations. The pattern of rhythm and melody sets us up to make predictions about what note or beat will come next, and we're rewarded when we guess right, or perhaps surprised and intrigued when we guess wrong. It's almost like a slot machine, where we put our guesses in and notes come out, an addictive game of auditory chance. And the fact that these same dopamine reward systems are associated with sex and drugs may make the lyrics sex, drugs, and rock and roll a bit on the nose or on the beak. When we return, we're going live on the set of the popular bird dating game show, The Mating Game! This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. 
So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Get in zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Welcome to the Mating Game, the bird matchmaking show. I'm your host and wing woman, Katie Golden. Like like a seagull? Yes? Gotcha. Laugh. Ha. Four hopeful contestants will strut their stuff in an effort to impress our lucky guest, Kimia, though. Well, wait, what, what kind of bird are you anyways? Oh, uh, uh, Kimia. Okay, what bird can I insert into my name? Did a gull? What you got, Katie? What you got for Kimia, me? Kimia, the partridge? Partridge! <laughs> Wonderful. I knew I could count on you. So, Kimia, you can ask our hopeful contestants a series of questions to see who you would like to take out on a date. You and the winner will get an all-expenses-paid dining experience at Shea Worms, a restaurant that serves only worms. Wow. Piles and piles and piles of worms. Wow, one of us is going to be really excited about that. <laughs> yeah. So, Kimmy, yeah. are you ready to meet your suitors? I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> so, contestant number one is Howard the Bowerbird from Papua New Guinea. Contestant number two is Frank the Frigatebird from the Galapagos Islands. Contestant number three is Kevin the Kiwi from New Zealand. And contestant number four is Scourge Skull the Bald Eagle from the U.S. Wow. Um, okay, I guess, um, I'm not looking for anything too serious, uh, but I would like to know, you know, um, I, I notice what, um, people are wearing Mm -hmm. when I first look at them. So I was just wondering, like, how would you guys impress me with your looks to start? So contestant number one, Howard the Bowerbird, how would you answer Kimmy's question? Yeah, I'm a flame bowerbird. My name is Howard. Howard the Bowerbird. 
I am a flame bower bird and I can be the flame to set your heart on fire. As you can see, the outfit I'm wearing is very, very spectacular. Mm -hmm. Yes, I have a flaming red head and chest that sort of, I like how it turns into this ombre, into this bright yellow at, at, around my belly. And I have these yellow eyes and I wear these black fingerless gloves oh for God. the fashion, <gasps> yeah? Yes. And I, I, I think I look, I am the most spectacular bird here. Look, I am not going to mince words about it. I blow these other birds out of the water. Wow, Howard, you are on fire. <laughs> yes, oh, I get it. You're very funny. Okay, I love you. it. I, I love it. Wow, thanks. Yeah. Contestant number two, Frank the Frigate Bird. How would you answer Kimmy's question? What, what kind of outfit are you going to wear to your date? Mm-hmm. Hey, so my name is Frank Frank, I'm a frigate bird. Uh, in fact, I happen to be a magnificent frigate bird. Look, uh, what, what can I say? The title is accurate, huh? Sure. I live on the Galapagos Islands. I, I got some cousins in Florida, though, if you want to ask. So I'm, I'm kind of a big fella. I'm about 45 inches high. I got a wingspan of eight feet. Not the brag. Not the brag. So it, there's a lot of me. Look, but the way I dress it is mostly practical. Mm. I got a long hooked beak. It's perfect for catching fish. Like, I will catch fish. It is, it is a great beak for catching fish. Okay. I can shove so many fish in there, you would not believe. Uh, I got this handsome inky black feathers. And li- okay, so, you know, I am a I am a guy of practicality, but sure. I do like to impress the ladies. So okay. when we're on a date, I got this big red guller pouch like you wouldn't believe. Oh, and when we are on my date, I'm sorry, when we are on our date, yeah. I will inflate this guller pouch <gasps> and it will look like a big red balloon. It is incredible. Uh, I love balloons. That's so wonderful, Frank. Are uh, you going to love this balloon? I can tell you. I okay. can tell you. All right, Frank. <laughs> so now contestant number three, uh, Kevin the Kiwi, uh, what, what would you wear on your date? Uh, so my, my name is Kevin, Kevin the Kiwi. I'm mm-hmm. from New Zealand. Um, so um, look, uh, what can I say? I am, uh, this is basically my only outfit. Um, I'm a small oh. brown bird. I uh, do not have the capability of flight. Um, oh. I've uh, <laughs> look. I am covered in fluffy brown fur, yeah. uh, and I've got a, I've got a, a bit of a long bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the tips of my bike. Now this is sort of interesting. I hope you like this. I hope you find this interesting. Okay. I've got nostrils at the tip of my bike, mm-hmm. and you see what I use that as I stick them in the ground, right? Okay. And I get worms out of the ground. Get lots of worms. Okay, yeah, you can get a lot of worms. Can you get as many worms as Frank can get fish? Well, I don't like to, you know, compare myself well, to that's others. That's what I'm here I, for. No, no, that's what I, I'm here to do, look, Kevin. Look, I mean, look, I'm pretty... I, okay, got, I'm sorry, I overwhelmed no, Kevin. I'm really it's fluffy. Okay. Hey, yeah, really you're a cute little guy. Little, you know, I'm shaped, okay. like a, I'm shaped like a little ball. Yes, you hey. are. You look like the fruit, the kiwi. <laughs> Now, Skirt Skull, the bald eagle, oh, what what would you say you would wear on your first day? Listen, my name is Skirt Skull. You're a bad boy. I'm a bald eagle. Listen, I live in the U.S. of A. Uh, I'm pretty in the metal. Um, but, you know, on, on our first date, I wear this. It's What do I say? I, I you know, okay. I think I look pretty, pretty metal already. 
I've got razor-sharp talons for ripping flesh off of creatures, for digging into the skin of a fish and ripping it out of the water. It's, uh... That's, yeah. yeah. And I've got a brown jacket. Uh, no, I know. I like your jacket. It's, uh, cool. yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, I actually really like it. My mm-hmm. grandma gave it to me. Yeah? I like the confidence that you don't, you know, no comb-overs or nothing. No, That's no, you know you what? You know, yeah, you rock it out. You rock it out, man. Look, you know, the lifestyle, the metal lifestyle, it's all about just, like, you accept, you accept your mortality. Mm-hmm. And, look, being a bald eagle, look, it's not, there's no shame in being a bald eagle. It is, you're like, hey, you know what? I, maybe I don't have hair up top. I've just got some feathers. But, you know what? Like, that doesn't mean, like, look, I embrace my mortality. It could happen at any time. Who cares? Who cares what my flesh vehicle on this planet looks like, you Damn. know? Yeah, rock and roll. Okay. Wow, uh, that was very impressive. You guys are all very impressive. Well, oh, yeah, thank you. I know you're going to choose me. Howard, oh, so far, I, you do look the I best. I know Howard the power, but yes, I'm very I know. Fancy. Well, here's what I would like to know. So, um, I know what you guys look like now, but uh, what would we do maybe on our first date? What would you do to impress me instead of like what you look like, you know? Howard the Bowerbird, how would you answer this? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Oh, Howard. Oh, do I have a great date for you. Okay. So I will build for you a bower. Oh. You get it? It's in my name. It's, it's in your ba- name? Yeah, it's What's in my a name. bower, Howard? So, okay. Mm, I'm so excited. So in in my area, in my little area, yeah. I have gathered the most spectacular sticks for you. Oh. And I have built a hallway out of sticks. Okay. Now, now, this is the best part. Uh-huh. I have put berries inside of this hallway of sticks. Oh. And they are blue. I've even put some flowers and berries. I really like the color blue. And I have decorated it with the most beautiful berries. Wow. And, uh, you know, you will, here's what will go, okay, here's what will happen. I will call you over and you will, int- you will come towards my bower, it's very fancy. Yeah. And then you will look into my eyes. Okay. You will see the pupils in my eyes, they are dilating. You're like hypnotizing me, Howard? Well, it's very mesmerizing, okay, yes. Yeah. So you look into my eyes, they, they get bigger and smaller. And one eye, eye pupil gets big and the other one gets small mm, and they this dilate. Really you're slowly losing me, Howard. No, no, listen. This, okay, you don't like that? Okay, cool. Okay. Cool. We move on. Okay. So now I do a dance for you. Okay, I'm back in. Yes, so I wave my arm very slow, like a matador. Uh-huh. I you see my arm waving? Oh yep. yes, yes, is you. And now I do a dance. I look to call the sprinkler. Sprinkler. Yes, okay. the sprinkler dance. Cool. I'm actually gonna show you. Please do. Now, um, here's a description for the listeners. Kimia is now watching Howard the Bowerbird as he does a very. Well, let me say a very unique dance for her. So as Howard the Bowerbird dances, he extends his wing, he puffs out his feathers, and you know the sprinkler dance move? Totally. He's doing that a lot. Mm -hmm. And he looks extremely, he thinks he is hot stuff here. That's some hot stuff, I have to agree. You like it, yeah. Yes, Howard, I I like your dance. Yes. And then to seal the deal, you know what I have for you? I have a present. Oh? It's a berry. Oh, I figured. Yeah, thank you, Howard. Now, Frank the frigate bird, what would you do on your first date? Well, listen, we're gonna go to the lick, right? You know, we get everybody yeah. meets at the lick. 
sure. Right, we all go to the lake. Yeah. For, I like what you coined earlier, lake, to show off your look. Yeah. It's cool. So we go to the lake, and I'm going to, look, I'm going to be straightforward with you. I inflate my big red neck sack. Oh. I, I inflate it all big. It's like a big okay. red balloon. Mm-hmm. And here's here's what happens. There, there's going to be a lot of guys here, but... If any guy tries to steal you's way, he looks at you wrong, I'm gonna pop his neck balloon oh, with my big old beak. Oh my god. Does he die? He, well, no, but he doesn't got a neck balloon anymore. Oh my god. Okay. Well, he looked at you funny, so You're I, I'm, not gonna, bully, I'm not gonna stand for it. He looked at you funny, I'm gonna pop his neck balloon. Okay. And listen, you don't gotta worry about building no nest. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm gonna take care of that for you. Thank you. You're, you're very, you like my neck balloon? I do. It's good. It's big, right? It's a big. It's really big. It's neck really balloon. all you care about, I think, Frank. Your big <laughs> neck balloon. Now, Kevin the Kiwi, um, what would you do on your first date? Oh, all right. So on our first date, I figured um, we'd meet up in uh, like in the middle of the night. Yeah. Oh, um, sure. It's a bit forward, I think. <laughs> Oh, was, I'm sorry. I, I didn't, no, mind, didn't mind to be forward. No, it's okay. Um, so well, I was thinking, uh, we, we can do it whatever you want. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm sort of, I'd say I'm pretty submissive. I'll basically take your I lead. can tell that about um, you, yeah, Kevin. Yeah, I'll let you call the shots. And um, I figure if, if, you're fe- if you want me to, uh, listen, I'll ask you permission. But what I'd really like to do mm-hmm. is touch a bum with me, beak. Is that all right? You want to touch my bum with your beak? It, well, if you're all right with it. Okay. And and uh, what I thought we'd do is I'd just sort of tap your bum with me, beak. And Isn't this the beak that you bragged about having those nostrils on the end of? Oh, so yes, you that's can exactly. stick it into the ground. It's all, I mean, <laughs> it, I, lo- I love getting worms out of the ground with okay, my beak. Okay, I know. And I'll, I'll tap your, if you'd like me to, I'll okay. tap your bum with my beak. I'll allow it. Yeah. Then what? And then, well, I mean, if, if you like me, I'll, 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 I'll be with you the rest of my life. Oh, that's it. Have that's your one move. my life is, yeah. Wow. Uh, we'll be together forever, yeah. Forever? That's... Oh, well, as long as I live. Oh, my God. Yeah. So you just one and done, huh? Well, you know, I feel like, uh, like, like commitment. I okay. like security. All right, Kevin. I like to feel taken care of. Thank you for answering my question. You're welcome. I love you. Oh, no. <laughs> So uh, now, Scourge Skull, uh, the bald eagle, what would you do on your first date? <clears throat> I figure on a first date, we fly up into the sky. We get up like almost into the stratosphere, you know? Oh, really? Yeah, and then we lock our razor sharp talons together, and then we twirl around. And as we spin, as we fall down, down, down towards the ground in a totally brutal death spiral. I mean, like, we could die if we don't, like, pull up at the last second, uh, uh, which I think is pretty friggin' sweet. Sure. If you like it, if you're into it, and you're into me, it's like, it's ride or die, my dude. Like, we, I am in it for life. For life. Oh, you too, huh? Yeah, I will. If the whole death spiral thing doesn't kill us first, like, I am in it, ride or die, baby. You are hardcore, man. Okay. Wow. 
So, Kimia, how yes. are you? How are you feeling about the contestants? Um, so far, I think uh, I'm into. Certainly, I have a front runner here. Yeah, yeah. You know? uh, oh my! Oh my God! Scourge, get get him! Get him! Oh my God! Scourge Skull has got Kevin in his mouth. Get him! Spit him out! Oh spit him out! I saw hey, this hey, coming. Hey, spit him out! No, no, okay. no! Spit! Get to. <sighs> All right. Well, so now we have three contestants. Um, oh, you ate Kevin. I mean, look, you know, they did sign a waiver. So what can I say? Um, so Kevin was sweet, but you know, I was not gonna pick Kevin. Well, <laughs> good thing because he's gone now. Oh, um, so sad. So your options: contestant number one, Howard the Bowerbird. Oh, I hope you'll pick me. I yes, think you Howard. will not. I don't think you will be disappointed. Okay. And uh, contestant number two, Frank the Frigate Bird. Listen. I just I put myself out there. If you if you like it, if you like the Frank, you like the Frank. If you don't like the Frank, what what am I gonna do? I'm not gonna change for you. Okay. I can okay. do that. Um, contestant number three. Oh, Kevin, I'm still alive. Oh, really? It's quite dark in here. It's very dark. Okay. I feel feel it's a bit of moisture. I'm not used to. Yeah. Anyways, it's fine. We'll try to get it. you out of there, buddy. Do you want to stay friends? Y- yeah, well, let's let's do that. Friends. We'll stay friends. Uh, well, I guess I'm just uh, I'm not really sure what to do. I guess I'll do a cross one down here or something. Yeah. Oh, bye. Bye. Uh, and contestant number four, Scourge Skull the Bald Eagle. I don't know. I feel like it'd be totally metal if we went out, man. I know you think that. It'd be totally, totally sick and awesome. Okay. All right, so who do you choose, Kimia? Well, listen, I'm not really into near-death experiences, so I don't think I'm going to date Scourge Skull the Bald Eagle. I'm so sorry. It's fine, man. It's, it, listen, metal's not about it's not about making people do what they don't want to do. It's about it's about living life and like being out there with your emotions, being honest. Damn. So appreciate the honesty, man. Wow, you're pretty open. I actually like that answer more than all the other things you've said. Oh, damn it. It's okay. Jeez. We're already past this. <laughs> and you know what? As much as I love Joey on The Circle, I do think Frank is lacking a lot of, uh, did you watch The Circle? No. Don't even worry Frank, about it. Frank, did you watch The Circle? Yeah, definitely. I know what you're talking about. Okay, well, Frank, you're just trying to relate to me, I think. But uh, you're sweet, but I'm a little worried about how brash you are. So. All right, well, listen, some people don't like the Frank lifestyle, and that's okay. Okay. Well, thanks. So, um, looks like I choose Howard. Oh, I knew you would choose me. I yes. know, you knew. Oh, it's weird. My accent is weird. It's like I'm from Germany, but, but I'm actually from Papua New Guinea. Isn't that weird? Yes, this yeah. is a weird Papua New Guinea accent. Maybe. Yeah, but I am so happy you've chosen me. I have so many berries for you. Perfect. <laughs> I can't wait for the berries and the baskets and the whatever dance you're going to do. For I'm me. going to do such a sprinkler dance for you. Can't wait. <laughs> well, thank you for playing the mating game. Wow, I found a mate too. I'm you did. Very you, excited. you found Howard the Bowerbird. And look, if you don't like him, I mean, next mating season, you can pick another one. That's what's good, you know. Yeah. Kevin yeah, not, and uh, uh, they came on a little strong, a little fast. Yeah, they were like, I'm we're sorry. done. Oh, I'm Kevin. very sorry. I'm so sorry. It's so sad. Please don't touch my bum, Kevin. You can't do anything from in there, thank goodness. (laughs) 
Thank you all for joining us for the mating game. The mating game is not responsible for anyone who gets eaten by other contestants. If anyone gets eaten by other contestants, please do not repeat the actions that you've seen. Do not try this at home. Do not actually date a bird at home. And uh, I, I wear a helmet. Everyone wear a helmet. All times, just wear helmets. Helmets all the time. Well, Kimia, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank for, you so much for being a contestant on the mating show. I mean, uh, it seems like you found uh, you kind of found bird love. I did which is find great. bird love. Yeah, like I said in the beginning, I'm all kinds of bird lover. Bird love is one of the greatest loves that you can find. Yeah. when it comes to birds, is True. what I always say. It's good. <laughs> so before we go, I want to do a quick koala update corner. I don't know. Maybe I'll do some like. A musical thing like koala update, maybe like a siren sound. Something's going in here right now. Koala update, maybe a kookaburra. I don't know. Whatever I can find for free on the internet. Koala update. So, uh, thank you guys so much for voting in our koala off. Here at Creature Feature, we are going to officially adopt a koala from the Port Macquarie Ho- Koala Hospital. And you guys voted, and I'm gotta say, so it was actually pretty a, a lot closer than I thought it would be. The runner up is Crescent Head Jimmy. Barrington Xavier didn't quite make the cut. Sorry, Barrington. Paul was also up there. But the winner is drum roll. Koala roll, kookaburra roll, it's Oxley Twinkles. So I'm going to adopt Oxley Twinkles. You know what? Maybe I, I do feel bad that Crescent Head Jimmy, you know, uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll toss in toss in a donation for Crescent Head Jimmy too. Thank you guys so much for voting. Again, visit the Port Macquarie Koala Hospital website. Uh, I'll include a link in that if you want to adopt a koala of your own and help out because they really do need the help right now given the the fires in Australia that that really really hurt the koala population. But I, I think if we all work together with the, with koala kind, we can we can make it through. So, do you have any koalas to plug, or or it doesn't have to be koalas? Uh, I have <clears throat> well, I don't have any koalas to plug, but I do think everybody else should go plug a koala, and perhaps I will go as well. But uh, <laughs> here's my regular plug: you can follow me on uh, Instagram at child clown or Twitter at child clown with an underscore because somebody else had to, you know, be child. Oh my God, you it's know. probably that that freaking that freaking frigate bird. Ugh, Ugh, Frank, Frank, jeez. I'm gonna be child clown. It sounds fun. <laughs> I'm a bird. Hey, why not? I, I don't. I don't know what I was doing with Frank. Like I it was like, like Frank. a Fonz almost, but then I guess season two of The Wire. I'm not really sure what I was doing. Yeah, he's great though. <laughs> no hard feelings. <laughs> so you can find us on the internet, Creature Feature Pod. Wait, actually no. Sorry, we've actually moved to the iHeartRadio uh, website now. So. It's actually, so, like, if you go onto the iHeart, iHeartRadio, uh, iHeart.com, and you look for Creature Feature, you can find our webpage. And if you go onto the main Creature Feature page, you can find all the episodes and all the footnotes and everything. You can also find us on Instagram at Creature Feature Pod, on Twitter at Creature Feet Pod, that's F-E-A-T, F-E-E-T, leads you to a slightly different Twitter account. And you can find me personally on Twitter at Katie Golden. And of course, as always, I am at ProBirdRights, who may or may not have paid me off to do this episode. (gasps) 
but look, I mean, I, I, I meant, I, I, I mean, <gasps> nothing. No, no, no. I mean, I meant I did it not because of the pressure of uh, my boss, who Whoa. is a, a secretly a bird. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show, you know, go ahead and click on their buttons. Uh, I think that have stars on them. If you click like all five stars, I think something special happens. Like a little bit of confetti just appears in front of me in real life. Like a confetti cannon just shoots at me in real life. And I'm like, wow, someone someone likes me. And I, I, it's really nice. And then if you want to leave a review. But honestly, even if you just subscribe and download the episodes, that really does help out, help out like even more than you probably know. Thanks to the Space Cossacks for their super birdie song, Exalumina. Creature features a production of iHeartRadio. To hear more shows like this, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. See you next Wednesday. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect.